All right. Welcome to BibleTuddy.net, Bible study without that bologna sandwich. Uh, today, uh, I'm your host, Lenny, and today my wife and I, Melissa, will be talking about the topic of eternal security. And uh, it could be said that uh, by, by people who believe in, in eternal security, that if God brings you to it, he will get you through it. And uh, we are definitely advocates of that, uh, because without eternal security, we our lives as Christians would a lot, look a lot like the Garden of Eden, going back to the Garden. Um, I'm sure you guys remember, or most, most Christians out there are aware of the story of Adam and Eve, uh, where they were put in the garden, they were created, and God put them in the garden, and he gave them his spirit. And uh, the, But there was one caveat, you know, to everything, to them staying alive. Uh, he said, if you eat from this tree, you will surely die. So they had everything they needed. But <laughs> kind of the gorilla in the room, if you eat from that tree over there, uh, you surely die. And, uh, you know, you think about like you're walking along a fence line and, uh, you know, the fences, there's nothing interesting about the fence until you walk up to it. And it says, do not look in this hole. And there's a hole in the fence. And uh, and that's kind of what happened with Adam and Eve, I'd say very similar. And uh, there's this hole in the fence. Do not <laughs> do not look in there. And all of a sudden, everything in you wants to look in there and just you're you can't. You can't get around that. You're curious. What what's in there? I think that was, <laughs> I can't help but think it was probably a very beautiful tree filled with just dripping with delicious fruit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I it, mean, it doesn't say, does it? But if it was that enticing or not, but yeah, it probably was beautiful. Yeah, it probably was. Mm -hmm. Well, the whole garden was for sure. And uh, but then, you know, the serpent essentially deceived Adam and Eve by by convincing them that, uh, no, you're not going to die. You know, we're, you're, you'll know as much as God. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of what uh, the, the non-Christian faith has evolved into these days. They, they believe they're their own God. They don't need God. Who needs them? I can do good on my own. You know, you think of uh, plenty of people that would say such a thing. You know, you can't be isolated to only one god and you know this and that and that's that's a self-righteous view from god's standpoint but uh to keep it on the topic of eternal security um so adam and eve had this caveat uh but the scripture teaches us something differently it teaches us that uh that when uh when christ has has caused us to be born again we have the, this thing called eternal security. We're secure. He's going to love us forever, no matter what. Is what the scripture actually teaches us, and we're we're going to dig into a little bit of that. It's a it's a theme throughout the entire scripture, so we'll, so we'll never hit all of those passages. But basically, the difference is this time around, God made sure that it was right. He didn't. He's not giving us the option to exit His love this time. He's saying, "I got this." I'm keeping you wrapped up in my love this time around. I'm not going to, I'm not giving you that caveat is, is what it's evolved from, from the, from the garden of Eden, all through the laws and then into Christ, you know, now we're in Christ and we're protected according to scripture. And so we're going to just talk a little bit about that. Um, I do have a question. I'm not sure if I'm able to be heard because I'm seeing Technical difficulty. No, you're good. I, I got it all set up. With a little slash. Yep, and you're okay. good to go. Techni technical sure. difficulties are all worked out. All right. So we we are new to video. <laughs> <Very> new <laughs> but to so, any questions so far on uh, 
on any of this, Melissa? You got anything to, to say or to add before we hit our first passage? Just how thankful I am that there is such a thing as internal security. If you think about um, any kind of relationship, marriages unfortunately fail every day, friendships quickly dissolve, and um, sometimes right. it's it's over a silly misunderstanding, sometimes something more serious, and how wonderful to know that with God, whatever the reason might be that uh, there would be any kind of hiccup in, uh, or you would feel that you've upset him, or there could be a hiccup there in your relationship with him, there isn't. So you really will be. So you don't really want temporary security. In other words, if we're looking yeah. for something heavenly, we want something more than even a marriage where we could actually do each other quite wrong and there could be a problem. Right. And uh, and that's why as Christians, you know, we we always go to God, you know, when we're having problems, if we're smart, because uh, because we know that he's the only one that's going to protect us from our crazy selves. And yes. uh, Melissa and I believe that's why our marriage stands strong today. I mean, of course, there's plenty of people out there that stay married that aren't Christian. But, uh, you know, there's a love in Christ that we share mutually now. And there's there's something that's something that uh, somebody who's not in Christ couldn't understand. And so we get to share his love between each other. And that makes marriage very unique for the Christian as a side note. And we kind of partake in his eternal security through our temporary secure marriage. And that strengthens it. And, and as long as God is uh, working in us, we, we'll always remain strong. Wouldn't you say, Melissa? I would agree. Yeah. So that's that's it. Our first passage, um, Isaiah 46, 3 through 4, um, where it says, listen to me, O house of Jacob. All the, you probably won't be able to turn fast enough, but you can try. We can make this a challenge. Well, Melissa <laughs> beat me to the next passage. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, all the remnant of the house of Israel who have been born by me from before your birth, carried from the womb, even to your old age, I am he, and to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear, I will carry and I will save. And this was said by the prophet Isaiah. Um, and uh, I'd have to say that he's talking about eternal security here. He's talking about about God. I will carry and I will save is how he how he ends it. Um, and not to mention that we were carried from our birth, carried from the womb. So God's caring for us since we were even born. So if you're one of Christ's, he was watching out for you before you even believed. It sounds like based on this passage. And uh, so from before we were born all the way through into and through the gray haired time yeah so i mean never a moment where he wasn't looking out for us kind of makes you wonder why you ever worry but that's our humanness isn't well it? you look at eternal security it would it would uh it would require eternal life you know you need eternal life to have eternal security right and Christ's life, from beginning to end, it doesn't end. It's as you know, as far as east from is from the west is, you know, He forgave us our sins, but also His life is that long. It's it's infinite. Um, so being that His life goes on so long, you know, if if we if if He were to choose us, let's say, like this passage seems to imply from birth, then we were protected from the beginning before the earth was even made. Because the scripture does tell us, uh, you know, regarding Adam and Eve at that tree, that before that even happened, Jesus Christ was an exist. He was, he was there, 
And the, the plan was prepared. The plan was prepared from the beginning. Adam and Eve just didn't know it. They didn't know what was going on, but God had it under control. He is he is eternal security. And that feels uh, really good because uh, we're not parents, are we? But we are adults, and um, yeah, you know, trying to trying to make it in the world can be tough. Trying to yeah, pay your mortgage and afford your groceries and have some yeah. fun, and so there are plenty of um things that you could worry about and to know that somebody's looking out for you you have this eternal guardian that takes a big load off and it also it also kind of starts to stem off onto onto other topics doesn't also like like uh, a purpose like a a divine purpose because if 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 everything that happened with adam and eve was a mistake and then therefore going on you just had a bunch of stuff going on between people and their choices and who knew what was really going to happen because it was up to them. There was, there was really no purpose to that chaos, you know, but it, when God has the wheel and we're the backseat drivers <laughs> that can't take that wheel, that's what you really see in scripture. And that's comforting. And that brings you a comfort because you know that God would never let you take the wheel knowing that you're not capable. That's a loving God. He took the wheel and said, I got this. You guys are protected. You're one of mine, your inheritance, my inheritance is now yours. And you get to, you get to look forward to that and nothing, nothing's going to take that away. Yeah. I feel a lot better about that. You know, it reminds me, Lenny, on our honeymoon 20 years ago, we went to Aruba and we did, uh, I know you remember Lenny, one of the things we did was a Jeep tour. Oh yeah. And God's by God's grace, we survived that. (laughs) They let me drive. (laughs) I'll let you tell the story. Well, you, you, I was not worried about, but it, it was, uh, the maybe you should have been (laughs) in my 20s, early 20s. (laughs) (laughs) The tour guide said, does anyone want to drive? And, you know, they were in this Jeep with probably four other couples and don't know any of them. And of course, then people were raising their hands. I think it was mostly all the men I'll drive, I'll drive. And you had to trust, you know, that the person at the wheel and and we're, we're riding along cliffs, mind you, um, in Aruba, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you had to trust the people behind the wheel and that narrow bridge yeah. look around, I'm like I can't believe they're letting me drive there was no guardrails <laughs> so yeah so, Jesus to... take the wheel <laughs> but he already to... has it that's the good thing right and so it just that it reminds me of that you had to trust those people behind the wheel so I would much rather just be able to just trust in Christ who I know is always um gonna do what's right for us than just random anybody's all all the time and your own self and even myself because when you have a bad day when things aren't going your way everybody's had one of those days where nothing is going your way and just the day before everything seemed to be flowing and maybe even the week or the month before like i'm on this i got this and then all of a sudden it all falls apart you know and that's kind of the way life is from start to finish it's it really all falls apart in the end without christ and he leads us through everything yes he does and thank you for pointing that out yes definitely rather trust christ than myself as well yeah which i should say i didn't even uh drive that jeep because that's how much i trust myself yeah (laughs) and we always even as a married couple encourage each other trust christ over ourselves me and you (laughs) don't trust me (laughs) trust christ what I'm saying doesn't line up with uh, with the truth, then correct me and uh, rebuke that. 
In Colossians, uh, Paul says, for you, have, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will, will appear with him in glory. So our, our life is uh, hidden away with Christ. And he says, you have died. And, uh, you know, that's actually a deep passage when you look at it, because uh, in, his, in his other writings, he talks about how we were crucified uh, with Christ. Christ crucified us with him, basically. He, he took our old self and crucified it. And then <laughs> he, he gives us this love and forgiveness. Uh, he gave us a new heart a new, prior to this, gives us a new heart, a new spirit, pours his spirit into us. But before he could come in, he had to kill us. He had to crucify our old self because our old self would have would have never done the right thing. So God said, you know what? I'm going to kill that old self, like the Adam and Eve part of the self, the self that's in Adam. I'm going to kill that. I'm going to crucify you with Christ. And that's a that's a gory detail when you think about it. That's that's no small statement. He crucified our old selves and then he raised us up, gave us a new heart, a new spirit, uh, poured his spirit within ours. So our spirits are one with his now. We have a oneness, and that and that's what they describe, the apostles describe as being one in spirit. There's one spirit, and we are one in that spirit. We all share in the same spirit of Jesus Christ. And uh, he, he says that he's, he's not going to take that away, and there's so many good passages, and we're going to get into those on other calls. So if you like this, stay tuned, because there are just so many passages, and there's just nothing that you can do to get around it. When God loves you, he doesn't stop. <laughs> and if you think of, you know talking about Adam and Eve in the garden, we all know that they did eat from that tree. Yeah. And the Lord said, "You will surely die." And they did, not physically, but spiritually. And so now everyone born of Adam, everyone that came after Adam and Eve is born spiritually dead. So it was like zombies. You might think, "Oh, why does God want to kill me? Why do you want to do that? That's crazy." It's actually incredibly loving because it had to be done in order for us, you know, kill the old self that's spiritually dead mm -hmm. and bring to life. Um, just like you know, we were crucified with Christ on the cross, kill that old self and then bring to life a spiritually alive. Yes. And how did he bring us life? How do, how do we know he bring us, can bring us life because, because he defied death. God defeated death in the Old Testament, you know, in the Old Testament and with Adam and Eve, we learned how death came into the world through mankind's mistake. And then God fixed it and he brought us life and, and he brought us life and said, you know what, this is this is life and this is what you have now. You're now you're now a slave to righteousness. You've been made right. You're no longer a slave to sin or nothing you can do is ever right. You can never please God. You're now free. A slave to righteousness is actually free in Christ. It's a beautiful thing. It's not, it's not slavery at all. But he was speaking in terms that they could understand very clearly in those days. They understood that terminology. But he also talks about freedom. And, and so you start to realize that you have to be a slave from one to the other, one or the other. And that's probably a topic for another study. But being a slave to Christ is being a free man. <laughs> We are free in him. Now we can make all our dumb decisions and uh, and it's not going to matter. But his spirit is in us now. So we're going to make a lot better decisions because he's going to encourage us. And if we really believe in that, if we really have faith in that, uh, then we have it. And then we that's how you know that you've been sealed with the spirit because you believe it. Amen.
So uh, I, th I think maybe we'll we'll call it uh call this a wrap. We got a good uh, about a 15 minute video here, and we'll continue on with the next one, and maybe we'll do another bit on eternal security. Um, what do you, you guys? Anything more to say, Melissa? There's definitely plenty more to say about eternal security and uh, a lot of good topics have been brought up here, right? So yeah. one of them being keeping everything in its context. You know, if you go around saying, you know, you have to die in order to be alive, that sounds crazy. But in its context that we just described, yep. um, it's everything. So. so let's let's hit this on another. Let's do another recording on this because this is a good topic. So we'll stop this one. And I hope everybody stays tuned for another for another show here. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Uh, IbleTuddy.net, Bible study without the baloney sandwich. Signing out. <laughs>